You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Armed with Righteousness is the title of this devotion. Here in Ephesians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit, shows us. And remember, he's writing this amazing letter of six phenomenal chapters when he himself was in prison. And it is such an anointed letter. I just, wow, can't get enough of it ever. It is just breathes the life from the throne of God so forcefully into our lives as we meditate and read it. But he says in verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And he begins to describe what that means to be strong in the Lord. He says, put on the whole armor of God. It is the armor that God gives. There's all kinds of armors. But not every armor is of God. You can arm yourself with anger. Anger is an armor that people have, and they use it to to shun off anything they don't like or or they don't agree with. Resentment, pride, those are armors. People use pride to, to, to control or to dominate others. Resentment, to hold people hostage to something that that they don't like and to make them feel guilty. And on and on, you have all these different armors, but those are not the armor that come from God. And they are not the armors that will ever achieve anything. Suspicion, assumption, people live by it. It's an armor, they they use it as a weapon to to analyze people. They they suppose they're suspicious and and that isn't part of their armor. That doesn't come from God. That's not the armor of God. And we could go on and on and on, but I want to show you the armor of God. And he says, if you take on this whole armor of God, you will be able to stand against the wiles, trickeries of the devil. For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers and rulers of the darkness of this age and against the spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly realms, heavenly places. In other words, we're not just dealing with human thoughts and feelings here. We're talking about demonic presence of evil spirits that that seek to kill, steal and destroy, as Jesus told us in John chapter 10, that the thief comes not but to kill, steal and destroy. And therefore, Take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand in an evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, shut your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, take the shield of faith with which you're able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to descent with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. Prayer is, is part of the armor of God. Now, you see these different parts of the armor described. 
The Apostle Paul used something that was familiar, especially in his day where Roman soldiers were everywhere all the time. And they had these big shields and spears and swords and belts and, and all of that. And he used that in these breastplates that we've often seen in pictures that was very common in the culture in which he lived as the Romans controlled the environment in which they lived. And so he uses that to be able to make a point now. What I would like to show you today is that to me, the breastplate of righteousness is one of my favorite armors. I know sometimes people take in faith as, as their favorite piece of armor and some have taken the sword of the spirit and some the helmet of salvation and some the belt of truth, and, and, and some the feet shop of the preparation of the gospel. And, and they are given this grace to emphasize these armors of God that equip us and enable us in the days in which we are living. And I find all of it inspirational. And of course, you cannot just take one of the armors and forget or neglect the others. However, there are times when God will emphasize a specific piece of armor to say, this, my son, my daughter, is where you need to let me arm you more. You're vulnerable here. You're constantly being harassed by the adversary. You're constantly being undermined by him. And he comes through you to, to wound somebody and this is where you need to let me arm you. I really believe, dear friends, that our loving Heavenly Father knows exactly what part of His armor you really need to emphasize on in your faith, in your believing, in your praying, and in your studying His Word, that this is an area where you need to grow in the armor of God to be able to withstand and to be able to keep standing in times that are tough. My dear wife, Virginia, and of course I use her often as an example because we live together every day, but she really has a phenomenal shield of faith. My goodness, how I've seen that tender soul from the first we met each other until today, because she is actually very tender, and yet her shield of faith is phenomenal how she has quenched the fiery darts of the wicked, how she has stayed in faith and stayed in faith and stayed in faith when everything seemed to be hopeless and disparaging and how sweet that faith is in her and how true it is and how it inspires me and, and how I love it in her. And, and there's so many other parts of the armor. The Word of God in her is so active and alive and powerful. You, you will not get her tongue to, to err hardly ever, hardly ever. Oh no, my goodness, is the Word sharp in her and, and penetrating and able to cut us under where the flesh tries to undermine the truth of God. How she's able to separate and stay in the Spirit. And I could give so many examples of her precious life where God has armed her. And you see, I believe God would arm all of us with all of the armor. So today, let me focus you on this part of the armor, the breastplate of righteousness. I love living right in God's sight. I, I just love 
to have that righteousness with him, this peace and joy that he gives through the Holy Spirit. Romans, Paul says, I think in chapter 13 or 14, he says that the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And those who serve the Father in that spirit are pleasing to him. This, this righteousness with him that gives us peace with him. And you see, I want you to see something about this. And I'll start here with Titus chapter 3, if I may. Titus chapter 3, it's always a little book hidden behind Timothy that takes you a moment to catch it here. And look what it says, starting at verse 4. When the kindness and the love of God our Savior appeared uh, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. Again, when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, the appearance of his love and kindness towards us does not come because of our righteousness. And I know that really can startle some people who constantly are seeking to be more righteous, to gain more love with God when it's the other way around. And I understand Paul lived that way too. Paul lived this way. If you read Philippians chapter 3, he said, you know, I sought to be perfect in righteousness before God to gain his favor. But now I can see that righteousness which I sought to gain by me doing all the works of the law is rubbish compared to the righteousness I now receive by faith in Jesus. The right standing I get by faith in Jesus, I was never able to achieve by my own abilities. And he says the love and the kindness of God our Savior comes to us, not because of any righteousness of our own, no, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit whom we poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, having been justified by grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life having been made righteous by faith in Jesus, in His incredible love for us sinners, not by any work of righteousness we have done. The Amplified Translation says, verse 7, and He did it, yeah, He cleansed us by giving us a new birth by His Holy Spirit, and He did it that we might be justified by His grace, by His favor, wholly undeserved, that we might be acknowledged and counted as conformed to the divine will in purpose, thought, and action, and that we might become heirs of the eternal life according to our hope. Oh, my good friends, I love this righteousness that God gives us through Jesus. Oh, my goodness, you just... You just every day have to say, Father, thank you for the peace that I have with you through the righteousness of Christ in me, through your righteousness that you keep giving into me, the consciousness into my heart through the blood that I am now in right standing with you because of what Jesus has done, that I can stand here in righteousness before you. You see, that is one of the great armors that we need to be able to live in the present day so that the devil cannot some way undermine our faith 
and make us think, well, it's hopeless, you know. You've made too many mistakes. It's hopeless, you know. What you've done, it, you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your day. That is all the devil talking. Never will your heavenly father talk that way. Your heavenly father will say, I have given Jesus to bear the punishment of your sins. And he has fully cleared your record with his own blood. You are not, no longer guilty before me. I declare you not guilty because of what Jesus has done. Just trust in him and he'll wash you white as snow. And I'll fill you by the Holy Spirit with my righteousness, with the righteousness Jesus has with me in heaven. I'll fill you with that righteousness so that you may feel my love for you, that you may feel peace in my presence and the devil can come at you with all that he'd like and he can beat you and beat you and yet not defeat you. And yes, it is true, sometimes the devil comes against us. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, like a roaring lion seeking to devour us. But we are able through that breastplate of righteousness, through that righteousness we have with God through faith in Jesus to withstand him and stand against him and resist him in his accusations, in his condemnation, and he will flee. And peace will again manifest as the great fruit of that righteousness. Oh, and peace and quietness will be your strength, the Lord says in his word. And I want to encourage you today, believe, believe that the righteousness of God is now given to you in Jesus Christ. And he says, thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning to me and resting in me, you shall be saved. In quietness and in trusting confidence shall be your strength. Therefore, the Lord earnestly waits, expecting, looking and longing to be gracious to you. And therefore, he lifts himself up that he may have mercy on you to show you his loving kindness for the Lord is a God of justice, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied to all those who earnestly wait for him, who expect and look and long for him, for his victory, for his favor, for his love, for his peace, his joy, and that matchless, unbroken companionship of his own righteousness that he gives you through Jesus Christ. I just read to you from Isaiah 30, verse 15 and 18. I know the Lord is longing to pour into your very being that consciousness that you are now right with Him through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a good day.